ahead and roll into the podcast. Um, Malcolm, do you want to say hi to the people? What's up? This is Malcolm Morrow, a.k.a. Layback Mac, you know, one and only. <laughs> so. Well, thank you for being here. Um, how was your Christmas and New Year's? It was cool. I had New a Year. Time. I know people get upset about the S. New Year. Yeah, people hate when you add an S on <laughs> stuff now. No minds, none of none. that. But it was all good. I chilled, had a nice time, uh, spent time with the family. That's good. You know, just your standard holiday stuff. Yeah, I did a lot of sleeping, which is unusual when I'm home um, in New Orleans. I try to do all the stuff and, like, yeah, all the restaurants I see, like, throughout the mm-hmm. year on Facebook. But, no, we slept. We had a babysitter, so we're like, we're just going to catch up on sleep. <laughs> that's <laughs> so the best vacation. That's right all there. we did. That's but the best vacation. It is. We ended up staying here for New Year's. New Year, mm-hmm. and um, we went to the science museum for like a little balloon drop at eight o'clock. I think it was. Mm-hmm. I think it was like Brazilia's um, New Year countdown. So it was like for the kids. It was like a glow party. So that was super cool. The kids, um, you know, they had cupcakes and stuff. So they were like, yeah, running they, around. They themselves. Back shit crazy. <laughs> nah, I'm glad I missed that on it. <laughs> I also wanted to go to the children's museum, but theirs was like from nine o'clock to like noon. Yeah. And I just wasn't gonna get up that early, like on vacation. So um, it was really cool. My child enjoyed like the dance party, but like all the screaming and stuff. Uh, prior to like the balloon drop, she wasn't here for that. So right. too noisy for her. And um, I did mention on my personal Facebook. A lot of people don't follow me there, which that's how I like it. <laughs> but I mentioned that we had like a little glow stick, and she dropped it. And this little boy picked it up, and I'm like, hey, can I have that back? And he kind of looked at me up and down, so I almost want to fight him. So I just want to say, you know who you are, even though you're too young to probably be looking for and listening to podcasts. Right. And I just don't wish him well for the new year, so I want to say. <laughs> like that meme where they was like, my daughter beefing with this boy at her daycare, so now I'm beefing with him. That's how, I, that's how I roll. And luckily, she didn't, like, pay attention to it, and she was over. I mean, she's one, so, you mm-hmm. know, she probably forgot about it as soon as she dropped it. But, you know, he kind of, like, looked me up and down, and I'm like, well, you want to fight? That's oh. it. <laughs> you want them hands. That's it. <laughs> anyway, so tell us a little about yourself. I know, I think very few things about you. I met you. Was it the influencer meetup mm-hmm. thing? Yeah, okay. That's first meet. Yeah, yeah. So yeah, let maybe I'll learn something about you. And then I'll let the listeners in on something that uh <laughs> a very important fact about you. Oh my god. <laughs> but um well I'm a writer and I uh work for Malico Records, which is the largest record company here in the state. I also do freelance writing for Jackson Free Press, and I have my own blog, thehoodhippie.com. I haven't been very active on it last year. I was terrible on my blog last year. I'm going to try at least do something once a month, but, you know. This year, I'm trying to expand into some different directions with it instead of just the straightforward writing, trying to do more events, doing more video content, stuff like that. Okay, you're making me feel bad because I don't. I don't know if I'm going to go that route. <laughs> I just, I feel like it's time for a change. That's like, true. I've been yeah. doing the same thing since like 2014, and I've been involved in a lot of stuff around the city and mm-hmm. things like that, but never really doing my own stuff. Okay. You know? Okay, cool. So just a little fact. If you guys have ever heard me complain about food or <laughs> tweet about food, 
her Facebook, like, there's no good food, there's nowhere to eat here, or the food's not seasoned well. So I decided maybe a couple of years ago I was going to do, like, a soul food tour. And a lot of the recommendations I received was from Malcolm. So when I say that, you know, there's no good places to eat, just blame him. Because, like, <laughs> every place he suggested, I'm like, this is terrible. So I just, just a fun fact. And then you also wow. don't have good taste in snowballs. Oh, no, we're, we're not, not going to talk about we're the, we're, we're not, not going to talk about the, the business. Beef. No, <laughs> we're not getting into the snowballs beef. Again. I mean, I don't think y'all even know, like, the proper way. Oh so, like, could then you say you like the, is that like milk or something on top of it? Man, it's cream. I don't know what like, it why? is, but it's, it's a good addition. Maybe it's a Mississippi thing. I Maybe don't know. so. Maybe it's just, a Mississippi thing. Just gentrifying, like, all of the things people wow. do in New Orleans. Maybe that's, it is. That's straight out of the hood. <laughs> Putting the cream on there, I, I, I doubt that was a gentrifier's idea. I mean, Ooh. I just, I just don't know the purpose of it. It just add extra sweetness, and it's why just you like need extra another... sweetness to something that's already all syrup and sugar. Mississippi thing. Yeah, Mississippi that's why we have the health issues we have here now. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, I guess before we get into all the other stuff you're involved in, I don't know if you guys heard um the most recent episode of Roguish Gent. I'm gonna put it in the show notes. But um, I'm not sure who mentioned it, if it was um, Merck or Melvin, but they were talking about how people say there's nothing to do in Jackson. And I used to be a person who used to say that a lot, but not as much these days just because, like, I don't have the time <laughs> to do stuff a lot of times. So that's my fault. But um, I think locals and maybe transplants have different, you know, definitions of there's nothing to do. Like, for me... My version is if I want to do something right now, like mm -hmm. where can I go to like see live music or where can I go to eat and stuff might be shut down because it's Sunday, right? you know, or if I want to do something on the Tuesday night, not opposed to like a Thursday night or a first Thursday. Like that's my definition of nothing to do is like when you want to do something, there's you nothing on demand. Gotcha. So, I mean, what what do you think about people? Who say that? Like, what would be your recommendation if someone says there's nothing to do? Like, what restaurants or places to hang out or things to do would you recommend to people? Well, I mean, I totally understand when people say there's not a lot to do here yeah. because I travel a lot mm -hmm. or I have traveled a lot. So I know, like, there's a lot of on-demand entertainment in yeah. other places. But here it's like you just kind of got to find your niche where the stuff is that you like to do. That's here. true. So it's like... Me, I like to go to the bar, so mm -hmm. I might go hang out at like one block east. Like okay. I like that's like my favorite bar. Okay. Just one block east. Uh, if I want to hear some live music, I'm gonna have to look and see where they mm -hmm. have stuff going on that I actually want to yeah. listen to. Just you could go to the museums and stuff like that. They're pretty cool. Mm -hmm. Um, what else? I don't. I'm scared to ask you for food recommendations, but like, is there any favorite restaurants? That's the, I don't have, like, a favorite restaurant. I just have favorite food. Place. Okay. What's so that? It's like, I like Italian. I like Chinese. Mm -hmm. I like soul food, of course. Mm -hmm. um, burgers. Good fried fish, like, from Martin Fish House. That's, okay. like, the best fish place to me. Martin. Okay. I think um, Melvin might have mentioned that before. Now I'm going to have oh, to I'm try. Sure. It's, it's a West Side staple. Okay. Okay. I think I'm going to have to try because I don't think I've eaten there before. 
though. Try it. Yeah, go ahead and try uh, it. You know, because you know, you somebody else recommended before you. I think mm-hmm. I'm comfortable with trying it. You know what? That's cool. <laughs> that's fine. You don't have to take my word for it. As long as you go and patronize, <laughs> that's cool with me. <laughs> so you talked a little bit about your writing. What kind of writing do you do? Um, I do journalistic writing mainly. Like I do profiles on artists here, okay. business people. I write a lot about like the tech um community here. I write a lot about food now. Okay, which cool. may be coming as a surprise to you. Yeah. I do a lot of food articles <laughs> for Jackson Free Press. And I Boom. need to go back and read it now. Like I need to just do a search of all the food places. Yeah. I know well what I know you for is talking a lot about music and I think initially early on when you first introduced yourself at that event Mm -hmm. that you just said that you wanted more Mississippi artists to be visible. Most definitely. Is that still like a challenge now, you think? For me, I feel like it seemed like since that meeting that day, Mm -hmm. it's been a lot of evolution as far as like the Mississippi music scene has gone. Okay. So we have more artists getting in the limelight on a local level. Then you have Silas, who just got his partnership with Sony and RCA. Mm -hmm. So to me, that's kind of like a nice little foot in the door. Yeah, yeah. It's a unique sound. Like, it's something from Mississippi that people probably wouldn't even have expected was to have a rapper also playing the trumpet and just to blow up like that out of nowhere. So I think that now is more about putting in the work and putting your pieces in place more so than the geographic location like it was before. Yeah, yeah. Cool. Are you going to be going to Indie Week? Mm-hmm. Okay. Oh, I plan to be out there all week. Are you? Yeah. Every day? Pretty much. Really? Pretty much. <laughs> That's the plan. I need to look at the events and figure out which ones just because I just, I'm pre-tired. I feel <laughs> So the first time I went, I said, I'm going to go to every single event, and it was really just impossible. Maybe I should have took off a week from work. You think I can, like, give an excuse to my boss, like, hey, I can't come in this week because it's indie week, and yeah. I need to be able to stay up yeah. late like, all night. I'm trying to support the, the artists. I'm trying to support the artistry right. of Jackson. Right. Are I you going to hire I'm... me when they fire me after me giving that excuse? Oh, I don't know about that. <laughs> hire you to do what? With the hoodie? Something. I'm like, I can't put you on in Malico. Like, shoot, I'm barely holding on over there myself. Like, we... <laughs> well, I mean, since you brought up Malico, Kind of explain to me what they do and what you do there, just because I would say, honestly speaking, like the last two years, I've learned about a lot about Melco. It was something I just saw, like passing by the street. I'm like, oh, that's weird. It's just right. this studio here and, it's and this plaque. Yeah, so it's just you know, I was like, this is a weird location for it. But um, and then I talked to my dad, who's also like a musician and a music producer, and he knew a lot about it. So I'm like, I wonder if a lot of people, not just people who are transplants, but Jacksonians in general, know about their history. And that's really something that can be pushed here because I'm learning so much about it. But mm-hmm. it just seems like it's still kind of, you know, I don't know, like undercover or whatever. Like, why, why don't we know about this stuff? It's like they're, like, Hmm, let me, let me see how I can explain Are you trying it. to say it in a nice way or something? Yeah, let me see how I can explain <laughs> it. It's like, um, they had like a string of hits in the 70s. Mm-hmm. So it's like, that's how they kind of became like a chess record okay. of, of Mississippi, if you will. Mm-hmm. Like they rose up like that because they had like a string of hits in the 70s with Misty Blue, which you still hear in like movies all the time. Mm-hmm. 
uh, had King Floyd. Um, he had a couple of hits that went on the radio. I'm trying to think of the name of the song right now. Uh, it was just in a commercial. Like, you hear it all the time in commercials. Okay. We can always, like, put it in the show notes later yeah. on for them to read. You hear it all the time in commercials. Like, they do a lot of licensing now. So, mm-hmm. they just did, like, a Walmart commercial. They did a Google commercial. Wow. They put out the first um, season soundtrack for Greenleaf. Mm-hmm. Oh, okay. <laughs> so, they, like, partnered up with Oprah Winfrey Network and everything did that. Wow. Uh, but the reason I guess you don't really, people don't really know about it is because nobody really connected Malico to Mississippi. Mm-hmm. It's like you connect Malico to like the Johnny Taylor, which is like kind of how they kind of got hot locally mm-hmm. was because of the Southern Soul and Blues music that they had and mm-hmm. the gospel music that they had, like Mississippi Mad Choir and stuff like that. Yeah. So with them, those brands kept growing, but it's like Malico wasn't growing along with the names of the artists. So the artist was getting big, but Malico was kind of standing. Yeah. So then they kind of just keep everything kind of quiet. Mm-hmm. So I think why do they keep quiet? I think it's just been more of a a niche type of thing. It's mm-hmm. like a niche kind of niche kind of sound, niche kind of genres and stuff yeah. like that. So it's like they have their fans around the world, but mm-hmm. it's not as major as say like Two Chain or yeah. something like that. Like it's not gonna blow up like that. Like Johnny Taylor is like the biggest. Nine hours Yeah. Okay. Do they do like any tours or anything like that? No. Well, no, we, we have our art. Like our artists do their tours. Like no, um, like like the tour like of Malico. Oh yeah, you can come do a tour of okay. Malico. Yeah, you can just call up there and set up an appointment, and then uh, Wolf Stevenson, which is one of the founding mm-hmm. uh, people of it, he'll come and like show you around, oh, tell wow, you the history cool. and stuff like that. Okay. Maybe we need the field trip there one day with the transplant. Definitely. Okay, so what do you do there? Well, I'm the publicist, and I'm okay. one of the social media coordinators. Okay. So I try to go out and get us press on these different blogs mm-hmm. and websites. Like, we have something locally I call the news, newspaper, mm-hmm. Jackson Free Press. Um, Put up different posts on social media to try to, you know, get people to come back and listen to the music. Mm-hmm. Or, you know, go look for it on Apple Music okay. or YouTube, things of that nature. Okay, cool. How long have you been doing that? <laughs> Since 2016. Okay. Well, why you took a deep breath? That's not long. I'm, that's what I'm saying. I'm <laughs> okay. glad I've been there that long. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Tired of your coworkers' repetitive microaggressions? Constantly being asked if you date outside your race? Tired of brothers asking you for the hookup? Token Talk Podcast is a collective of perspectives from a token variety. I'm Darius Williams. I'm Thomas Price. And I'm John Spann. We are Token Talk Podcast. Listen to us bi-weekly on Google Play, SoundCloud, and iTunes. Also follow us on Instagram, Twitter, and Facebook at Token Talk Podcast. Like, subscribe, and listen now. I'm okay. like, every time I say I'm like, wow, it's really been almost three years now. I'm okay. like, that's crazy. That's cool. Is that because that's, that's like the millennial way? Like you hop jobs every two to three years or something? I have worked. So many different types of jobs. You guys, I think I made a mistake not doing that. 
like I like before I was working at Malico, I was working at a Rainbow Grocery Store mm-hmm. as a cashier in the produce dude. Mm-hmm. And before produce that, dude, the produce dude is that like the official? <laughs> That's the name I gave. I was the produce okay. dude doing the juices, smoothies, mm-hmm. and keeping the produce looking nice. Okay, okay, cool. So, and before that, I was working in dialysis. Like I was a dialysis what? technician, and then before that, I was a transporter at the hospital. Okay. Before that, I worked at a shoe store. Okay. So yeah, I deal with that's a lot. (laughs) (laughs) So you're originally from here, though, right? Mm Mm-hmm. Born and raised. Okay. Westside. Oh, okay. Okay. (laughs) Did you ever leave Jackson? Have you been here like the whole time? I mean, I went away to USM to go to college for two years, but Mm -hmm. that's the furthest like I've lived away from Jackson Mm -hmm. was Hattiesburg. But I used to travel a lot growing up. Mm Mm-hmm. So I went like to the DMV a lot. Okay. Went to Florida a lot, Texas, California. Like I've been all over and mm-hmm. seen a lot, and it's like I still have a strong appreciation for Jackson. Mm-hmm. Like because Jackson has a lot of the stuff I find there. It's just not in as large a quantities as like okay. when you go somewhere else. Okay. And it's not as constant and quick. Yeah. You yeah. That's what because that was gonna be why I asked. Like, what made you like stay here? You know, usually people like to venture out and then they want to come back home and, like, change the world. Exactly. (laughs) That's how it was. It was like that. Like, I love Jackson. Like, I think Jackson is, like, a special place. Mm -hmm. I think Jackson is a very magical city. Mm -hmm. I think people overlook a lot of things. It's like Jackson is, like, a black city. Yeah. It may not be... The powers that be may not, well, the powers that be are all black, but all the strings may not get pulled by black people. But Mm -hmm. it's like, how many places can you go and it's like you go to the doctor's office, the doctor is black. Yeah. You go to the grocery store, a person ring you up is black. Mm-hmm. You go to get legal advice, your lawyer is black. Yeah. It's like how many places can you really go and everybody you come in contact with? Yeah. So, you know. There's benefits to that. There's benefits to it. Yeah. There's yeah. downsides to it, and then there's benefits <laughs> if you don't get outside of Jackson to, yeah. to some extent. But, okay. Yeah. Cool, cool. So, I'm going to go into my MVP for this episode and I just want to say maybe I think it was like last week um, my friend Rob at um, Silent Socialite suggested that I take a pole dancing class and I'm like oh that sounds cool and then mm-hmm. like Melvin over there was like yeah you should totally do it so I tried to get out of it last minute and I did blog about this maybe I'll include that blog link um, but ended up going so mm-hmm. it was really fun um, I had already had wine uh, before oh, going. Okay. <laughs> then we got there. They're like, oh, we have this booze, like drink up. But, um, you know, we learned like a little routine. It was like a two hour kind of party type situation. Mm-hmm. And um, in my head, I'm very like coordinated like I am. <laughs> because I really do think I was supposed to be a dancer. And maybe that's another story I can talk about how my grandmother killed my dreams. Um. But, uh, <laughs> but you know, I didn't catch on like I wanted to. Mm-hmm. But the teachers or the instructors there were super nice. And then I learned about them doing it competitively. Like, I didn't think that was a thing. Wow. But, yeah, so they go around the country competing. They have, like, place in these different um, contests. So, I don't know. Um, I feel like that might be my new calling now is, like, to be a, a pole dancer. I think people take it the wrong way. They don't mean I'm going to start stripping, you right. know? Well, I don't know. I'll make 
you know, maybe later on. I, mean, <laughs> I was like, don't exit out this year. <laughs> could be a career option. <laughs> know, or you could be on, like, the uh, pole dancing squad. And you could be, like, doing a pole bring dancing it. squad? Like, doing bring it for pole dancing. Oh, okay. Like, doing, like, a little tour and yeah, stuff. Like, yeah, or, like, know, competing. Competing against each yeah. other. Yeah, okay, yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's going to take me some time before I get to that point. But, um, yeah, I want to um make them the MVP because I was so sore the next day. Mm-hmm. Like, I barely left the bed, really, the next day. And mm-hmm. I was sore a little bit still, like, last week. And it works out pretty much every part of your body. So it's, like, the best type of fitness class to be a part of. And, I mean, the last time I've been that sore was, like, CrossFit, I think. Mm-hmm. So... But, um, yeah, so shout out to them. I hope you guys check them out. It's definitely a different way to kind of exercise. And it's fun, you know, so. What was the name of the? Taboo. Did I mention Taboo? the name? Okay. okay. I think. Because <laughs> there's a couple of them. I was just wondering. Oh, is there more than there. one? Mm-hmm. I, like, I had no idea. Even, like, competitive pole dancing, like, I didn't know that was a thing, a thing really, in yeah, real life. Like, I, know, I know for sure it's got to be at least, like, three studios. Really? <clears throat> yeah, because I know Sway Fitness, then I know. It's this one class called Fit Girls Pole too. I'm not sure <laughs> which one they, but I know yeah. it's not it's not sway and it's not taboo, so it's got to be another. One. Yeah, wow, that's cool. Mm-hmm. So you know, I don't know if men are like into it or nah. whatever. <laughs> nah. Maybe coming and watching, just standing on the sidelines, no. sipping wine, like. Yeah, I doubt it. I think it's like a place for women to be like free and careless and have fun because well, nobody yeah, wants yeah, your okay. guys there. Or anything, <laughs> but um, I think my instructors really like me. You know, mm. I was there with the excuses. I'm like, you know, I can't do all these tricks because I just had like a C-section. It was like, well, how long ago? I was like, um, you know, like last year this time. <laughs> and then I was telling them like I had lower body, I had weak lower body strength and stuff. So mm. yeah, at one point it was like we don't want you to be talking anymore. So. <laughs> We're just going to do it now. Just yeah, but like it. I said, it was super fun. So I feel like I'm going to be back, you know, once I heal. Well, cool. I'm glad Maybe. you found something that, that you have enjoyed. Yeah. Yeah. Were you, were you trying to imply? Nothing. I don't enjoy like, anything. No, no. <laughs> I know that you can be uh, very critical of the things. Is that, is that what it is? That's it. <laughs> do, yeah. you, do you work out? I used to. Okay. You Not just... currently. Okay, are you planning to change that since it's the beginning of the year? Like, not you know, new year, new you type then situation? Like, on the trendy thing. Like, I'm not going to. Oh, so you're just going to wait till March? I'm going to I'm going to wait till like March or something. Okay. <laughs> After everybody done migrated back out to the Pizza Hut and stuff. You know, oh. <laughs> what about dance? Because you also, you did not mention at all that you're a dancer as well. I'm not a dancer. <laughs> <laughs> I, was, I did a daddy-daughter dance. I'm not a dancer. <laughs> well, you guys did really well. I was there. Um, my friend's daughter was performing, and I took my daughter as well to see it. Okay. So I cannot wait to push her into dance class, but she has to be like two before she starts. Mm-hmm. So, um, yeah, you did pretty well. Oh, yeah. Know? My daughter loves to dance. She's I a dancer. She so it's like, you know, I just followed her lead. Okay. Her, so she her, definitely gets know. her rhythm from mommy then. Yeah, she does. Okay. <laughs> I was in the band. That's as far as my dancing expertise Oh, goes. I didn't know you were in a band. Mm-hmm. Like in high school? In high school, yeah. Okay, what did you play? Bass drum. Okay. What do you, do, what do you think about um, the booms get ready? 
I love Get Ready. Do I you? used to love playing Get Ready when we was playing it. Okay. So it's you like, like it's a Jackson like okay. Get Ready is a Jackson. So you like one. hearing it every time they perform? I like hearing it when they marching in. Okay. Like that's they marching song. And on Facebook and that's open houses and beginning of the semester and the end of the semester. I like to hear when they marching in. <laughs> like that's when it's, that's when it's best. When, it's, when they marching in somewhere because they get the energy going. Okay. Now, when they just perform everywhere else, <laughs> I kind of be wanting to hear something new. Oh, look, I have someone who's finally admitting it with me. <laughs> <laughs> this makes me... <laughs> Finally, a brave soul wound, to be honest. I mean, like, I'm just being for real. But when they march in somewhere, you want to hear that get ready. Okay. You want to hear get ready at the game. You want to hear it in the parade. Okay. I feel really good now. Oh, good. What have I done? What have I done? You're going to get, like, hate mail. Probably. Probably. Okay. (laughs) Well, do you want these uh, shifty people to keep up with you? Like, and where? Uh, you can follow me on Instagram, underscore, laybackmac, all one word, underscore. Follow me on Twitter, same thing. Um, you can follow the Hood Hippie MS on Facebook to stay up to date on that. And you can visit thehoodhippie.com. Okay, cool. What's a laidback Mac exactly? Well, my name is Malcolm. Okay. And they used to call me Mac okay. when I worked in the uh, restaurant industry. Okay. Like, that was my restaurant name, oh, Mac. Okay. Then uh, did you I'm, mac for like tips or something like? No, they shortened my name up. Oh okay. But I was known, you know, for for being charming. Oh okay. As well, so yeah, I guess you know that might have been part of it. Okay. Then I'm very relaxed, chill kind of person, so the laid back just came naturally. Okay. Okay. Cool. Well, <laughs> anything else like you're gonna be up to? You did kind of tell us a little bit of what you're doing, but. Uh. Just gonna still be working at Malico. <laughs> um, finna start doing the hood hippie again. So yeah. probably gonna be reaching out to some people. Yeah. Setting up some things, you know, just be on the lookout. Lots of different business ventures I've been working on over the last year, just kinda in the shadows. Okay. So this year I'm hoping to bring some of them out to the light. So okay. you know it's a lot in store, just everybody stay tuned. Yeah. Okay, guys, and you can follow me on Twitter, Facebook, and Instagram at Jackson Transplant, spell Jackson. We also have a Facebook group, and you can email me at jacksontransference at gmail.com and basically tell me I'm doing an awesome job. Maybe ask, <laughs> maybe ask me a few questions that um, I can answer while we were recording. Only nice stuff. Only um, nice stuff? Yeah. I've never gotten no, like, I've never gotten no hate mail. Really? Since doing a hood hippie or anything, I've never gotten no hate mail. So I'll be good. wondering if I'm doing, <laughs> oh, let me stop lying. That one year I did the, we did like a top 10 DJs list or mm-hmm. whatever. I think it was the original list, bro. I don't know. Like, everybody was on my head about that. Like, my notifications was blowing up. Like, everybody was like. Was it people who weren't included or was it the rankings? People that wasn't included, people they felt, other people talking about folks they felt should have been included yeah. that I left off. And I didn't even write the article. Like, yeah. one of my partners at the Hood Hippie wrote the article. Mm-hmm. And they just went in. They was like, y'all don't know nothing about <laughs> favoritism, trendy. Y'all don't know nothing about real DJs. I'm just like, 
supposed to live. It's yeah, it's okay. not that. And it's, like, your, it's that person's opinion. It's like, yeah, it's one person's opinion. It's not the end of the world. Yeah, but that was cool, like, for us. For yeah. <laughs> stats, right? Yeah, it was good. It was good. It was a very good week for stats. <laughs> the stats were through the roof. That's good. Mm-hmm. All right, guys. So I will talk to you later next week. Peace out.